Hi, you're listening to Life in the Brand Lane with the brand guys, Finn and Ron. This is an irreverent look at rock music in brands and brands in rock music. This is a podcast produced by Fresh. Fresh brings you smart thinking for your business problems. These are big questions, and it's a great uh, place to start with both of those bands. The, the Van Halen, a, a lot of it, the first one, take uh, Van Halen firstly. And last week we were talking a wee bit about Hotel California and the Eagles. So you're 1976, 1977. In uh, the thematic kind of thread of the Hotel California, there was a lot to it, but one was decadence. And if you think, you know, I mean, Timeline-wise, Van Halen, this one, if I'm right, running with the Devils, in 1977. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, it's early, Van Halen. It's yeah. early. It's the first album, I forget. So one of the things with brands we've talked about is tuning in or aligning with something that is of cultural significance. So we're in the late 70s. We're post-60s. We're post-peace, love, freedom, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And now we're taking things just a wee bit too far. And we've talked about, you know, we live in a branded universe and there is a soundtrack. So here comes Van Halen, the the, the then ultimate party band, saying, we're going to take it that far that we're going to go running with the devil. So it's it's relevant. People are, are, are you know, uh, wanting to party and they need a soundtrack. And Edward... And Dave, you know, Take and Alex and so Yeah, yeah, we know them, right? So be, particularly, I mean, Dave Lee Roth turns it into, he's very clever. When you talk about brand experience, he, he turns it into, it's not necessarily a circus show, but it's, 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 they dress differently. They're, they're, everything is, you know, spinal tap to, to 11 and beyond. The guitar sounds like it comes from another planet. Mm. And, and uh, running with the devil uh, indicates, yeah, yeah, that's that's a cool thing to do at that time, or that's that's what they're saying within it. So the brand and the band, if you will, stand for it, uh, for something. And if you fast track, uh, I'll get to ACDC, but then later in the 80s, you know, Dave's gone and Sammy Hager comes in, and the cultural consciousness has changed. And Dave's singing about partying, but Sammy's singing about love. And, and aliens and it's sort of heightened states of being sure. and it's more accessible it's not pop but it's pop rock it's it not got, hard rock it got poppy at times yeah. and there's, there's a nice little link and, and it almost looks like we planned this because um, yeah, we, we played um, ACDC <laughs> Highway to Hell and then Van Halen are running with the, the devil uh, oh, what kind of show is this I'm not sure but, but obviously <laughs> and it's interesting how you spoke about um, yeah, yeah. you know the new singer and the change of an era with Van Halen yeah. obviously that happened in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in ACDC yeah. under yeah. Um, you know, different sad circumstances and I spoke about loyalty last week. Yeah. And I actually used ACDC as the reference For point sure. to say, right. you know, they're loyal to me as well as me being loyal to them right. and obviously all their other fans. But wasn't this an amazing change with Brian Johnson? And, yeah. and we thought it's never going to be the same. Yeah. But um, what about that for a track? Yeah, and it is a good, a good link that the, 
the brand the band continues the the thing i mean you you can't replace bond right and no. that, that and he didn't do that he he's brian in acdc and it says it says taken it and you maybe know more about this than i but i believe the story goes that a lot of the tracks for back in black were written while scott while bond was still with us and then uh, Brian uh, comes in and he adds his own uh, uh, style to it. Yeah. There's a bit, of, you know, you put it uh, out there last week, the mythology, mm-hmm. back in black, black after Bond, sure. but we're back. And, and it has, a, it, it, for all the wrong reasons, you know, okay, it's very sad, but it reinvigorates the band. I mean, I was listening to that. I was listening to that there. We had to turn up to 11, man. Aye. <laughs> I mean, Angus is... That's a great song. Yeah, so, oh. so much about it. It's, it's great. And that, yeah, moment in time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about a moment in time I had, and experience is important in brand. For sure. Right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I consult in, in, in brand, and, and one of the things yes. that I try and get brands to talk to me about is the experience the customer experience mm-hmm. okay there's other mm-hmm. stakeholders involved i love um hard rock cafe i think i've maybe told you Aye. about that and where, them, where you took me there huh? we've, we've been there we've been there you know in <coughs> edinburgh london wherever else it is so mm-hmm. yes you're, mm-hmm. you're, it's a consistent theme so I, I love you know in glasgow you walk down the stairs there mm-hmm. there's one there's one of angus's outfits there's his that's there's right there's his that's sneakers right. on the stairs mm-hmm. and the guitar is SG. They've, they've set it up. Um, I went in there and um, Paranoid's playing. Mm-hmm. They've got a pretty good sound system. They could always turn it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm already in, in, in a place. I know I'm happy. I'm, I'm actually almost elated coming down the stairs there. Mm-hmm. Um, sit down. You know, I'm just going to have a, a coffee or maybe a mocktail, to be honest, you yeah. know, just before I catch the train. Um yeah. And I'm not, I don't want to put these guys down, but <laughs> then just, you know, that yeah. moment of service, yeah, the nice yeah. guys, they yeah. try, but I just had to wait a little bit too long and Aye. then I become critical. You know what I'm like? I'm a, yeah. I'm a grumpy old man. Um, well, where, where does experience sit? Well, it's interesting, everything you're saying. If, if you take, so the Hard Rock Cafe is a brand, I mean, it take, it, it creates a, it's a meta, it's a meta universe. It takes all of these bands that we're talking about and it, and it says, well, here's a lifestyle and, and, and you can step into that universe. And that, from what you're saying, and I remember going to, and it's wonderful, but then they let themselves, I, I would agree that they tend to let themselves down a wee bit then. For example, simple things like service and so on, right? And, yeah. and so, so, if you go the other way around, right, and you relate it to the Van Halen track or the Back in Black uh, uh, from ACDC, now the, the core, the, the music, mm-hmm. the musicality in the playing is as good as it's going to get. It's fantastic. Right. Then you put a great album cover around that, and then you do, you know, and it's, but all of those things, and it's it's kind of run the other way with the hard rock, mm-hmm. but they all have to be working together and be great all of the time. So you can't have the meta universe, the hard rock universe, you walk, oh, this is going to be great, it's fantastic, da, 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 and but then the not get served. served yeah. right. right. It all falls down. And there's there's yeah. the the cultural context and what yeah. you were talking about right up top, there was yeah. the, the time of that. So I guess, yeah. you know, when we first 
listen to, to Back in Black in 1980 and then, yeah. you know, leave it for <coughs> 40 years or whatever, or uh, okay, a lot of this uh, have been uh, back into it. Uh, yeah. That kind of changes as well, doesn't it? But I guess you want to be consistent if you're in terms of brand delivery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think what happens, if I'm picking you up right, that, that you've changed, but you want to go back and revisit. Is that is that where you were going with yeah, that? Or, yeah, I'm, uh, just, I'm just kind uh, of um, uh-huh. mucking about with the, the time uh, and, and a moment in, in time. And, and I uh, guess, you know, Hard Rock Cafe, a lot about that uh, is, is the kind of retro thing. It's a heritage play, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm passionate about rock music and, and so on, but there, there are many that are saying, you know, that's done, it's been done, it's, you know, it's it's just one one part in a, in a whole kind of collage of things now. I mean, it really was the mecca, 70s, 80s, mm. and then you get grunge and things diffuse and break up, and I, th- I think there's a place for everything, of course, but I mean, yeah. Okay, listen, before we spend an hour being grumpy old men and uh, <laughs> well, complaining about our retail experience, no, it, was, <laughs> it, it was me, it was me. Now, I know you've, you've got your um, your notebook I do. up here and we're uh, going to come to that. Um, and I, I don't want to preempt what you're going to no. say, but a theme we've been talking about, mythology yeah. versus methodology, and I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, play an artist now that I know you're a great fan of, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Walsh. Ronnie, you've kind of got a guest slot here, but we've oh. got a piece as well called Ron's Notebook. Yes. Um, and, you know, just listening uh, to, to that track there, where does it take you, but where does it um, take you in, in your notebook? Hi, I get, I get two notebooks, and I have to be careful with, with where Joe Walsh took me. I mean, we were talking about the... Uh, you know, the Eagles and a soundtrack for life, and certainly Joe Walsh was featured heavily in, in whatever I was doing. I mean, but I mean, I was playing in bands, and and he was, you know, we go on about reference groups and brands and consumer behavior. I, Joe, Joe still is. Joe was my hero. So, I mean, you, you know, you, you, you kind of. You get a Les Paul and you, you get a top box and you play Rocky Mountain Way or I did. And, and you learn to play, you know, that, that's a kind of personal story, but it does relate to brands that they lead behavior. But the, the angle from the notebook was more, uh, and, and Joe's in there. It's in one of his later albums. It's the, uh, the Confessor. Uh, the mm-hmm. title, title track yeah, album. Yeah, no, yeah. And the, 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 the cover features, uh, it's Ger- Germanic art, but it's Casper David Friedrich in it, and there's a kind of soft uh, focus of Joe in the background. But the, importantly, the back cover is is Friedrich's The Traveller Above the Sea of Clouds, mm-hmm. and suddenly this takes you to well, it's several things, but the, then there's there's a mythos, there's a mythology, there's meaning in it, and then you see you back to the concept album. In, in the, the stories that Joe is telling uh, relate to this kind of existential angst to the individual that goes back to what we talked about Beethoven and Schubert and blah 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 mm. all of that stuff but, but you get the hard rock example or the cafe all, everything is, is adding to the same thing it's building, it's making it bigger it's adding value and one, one of the things that struck me and I've still got the the album cover. You know, it's, it's the it's the piece of art in itself. 
and he noticed going into I think it was HMV that vinyl is back and vinyl's you, back vinyl's yeah. back mm. and you know I used to pour over album covers and design and the sleeve notes and you, t- you mentioned the experience so, so they are associated with it becomes an experience but then also relating it back to branding that I remember walking into these places and I mean you know take take uh, an example like the, the old version of yes and the lettering of yes and I think it was Roger Dean Anderson that, that always did the album covers you know mm-hmm. and you would know that from afar sure so it differentiates I mean Iron Maiden with Eddie yeah. You know the ma- the mascot and so on. So so the packaging, the brand packaging, the brand merchandising, the tone of voice within all of that is there's an awful lot of value uh, ha- happening in terms of you know even listening to music, but you, you can be enjoying the 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 packaging and how it comes. And because we totally lost that when we'd gone right. almost entirely digital sure. and that's probably sure. just a reaction to that isn't it well, you know the all the streaming services yeah. and I, i'm probably not meant to mention them when we're um, here broadcasting <laughs> yeah. on yeah, yeah. radio cali radiocali.com yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that uh, we'd lost that other sort of tactile engagement yeah. in, the, in the album cover so yeah that's really interesting well i think i think and i get it but everybody not everybody but the, the mass consensus was that, that you were buying an oral, you were buying one a one-dimensional experience, which was to listen to the music. Now, if if you could find a way uh, to optimize that in terms of ease with the technologies, you know, the different platforms that are available, and it's great, mm. we love all of that. But then there was something missing. I like the album cover. I, I like uh, uh, touching the album cover. I, I like uh, the, the idea, and this is for even those that have not experienced it, you know, that uh, we don't want to miss it. You know, we want to turn the record over. We want to hear those crisps and crackles and mm-hmm. brand authenticity. Yeah, it's more engaging, yeah. Uh, and suddenly, okay. The other thing, and it it's, relates to singles and albums and playlists. The what it's like, it relates to reading also and immersion. People would listen to whole albums, so mm. you would become immersed in an experience, not just a singular track. So music was was about stopping time, and it was about. Um, you know, diving into into the Joe Walsh universe, into the David Bowie universe, into the Elton John universe, and you would take time to do that. The pace of life, no, okay, you listen on the movie, you can still do all of those things, yeah. but the album was was about that. Makes sense, and especially, you know, we were going to look at quite a lot of concept albums to take a little piece out of that, yeah. really doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I personally don't like listening to greatest hits albums no, because that. it throws me about in time uh, too much. So uh, yeah, common old fashioned. But if uh, I'm going to go back to 1976, let's just go there and uh, and and have that whole experience. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that's that's really interesting, and I guess you can translate that a little bit again into um, when I'm talking with businesses. Um, uh, yeah. 
often you ask them, you know, what do you do? Yeah. And it's very <laughs> simple. Um, mm. You know, um, we sell fruit juices. Well, mm. yeah, but there's there's a lot more to it than mm. that. You know, if you start to use the big brands, the Coca Cola, it's not just about satisfying your thirst, is it? No, and I think you know we we, we mentioned uh, that the, there are many. Uh, different values coming and guys guys like Glenn Fry we talked about he knew that the Eagles was a soundtrack for your life he knew that it was psychologically stimulating to project yourself on this dark desert highway and to um, join the dots and finish that story however many ways you wanted to do it he knows that the songs are therapy for you because you're, you know, you've fallen out with your your love, you know, your lover or whatever. He knows that it reflects. He knows that it's a comfort blanket. He knows there's belongingness there. He knows you want to be in a tribe. All of that is way beyond. Oh, I'm just listening to music. These these are all uh, uh, value to to you and to me. And he knows later on you and I will make make this radio show. <laughs> you yeah. know, the, the, it's stimulating your psych, the psychological and emotional life of the of the of the user. Sure, yeah. and I think guys of that caliber, they knew that they get it, possibly intuitively. Um, yeah, they say I'm playing guitar, I'm singing, I'm writing songs huh. in a very simple way. Yeah, um, but. Being a business geek just for a minute, yes, so allow me. And, and again, sad passing of uh, Professor Clayton Christensen. Right. Um, Clay, um, Harvard Business School yeah, professor. Yeah. And, and he always asked people to, businesses, to define yeah. what's the job to be done? What is That's the right. consumer yeah. they're hiring you and your business to do something? Uh, and I think you put it really nicely there. So actually, you put the record on because you're going through some emotional uh, turmoil or maybe you want to experience some some emotion. It's not about, hey, let's go and listen to someone play guitar. No, I think, and certainly I use music this way, that was, to me, music became uh, mood on tap. So if I wanted to feel inspired, I would listen to some inspirational music. If I wanted to wallow in my blues, then I'm going to listen to some hardcore blues yeah so you line that up uh, nicely for me <laughs> if you talk about blues man like, yeah, so yeah. Um, so this modern blues man was obviously influenced by some of the the originals oh, yeah. um, and this is your um, sort of guest slot if you like sure. uh, this week Ron. so I know this is another massive favourite of you we're mm-hmm. going to play some some Eric now right. and and why is that significant or, or why Clapton? Well the, the, we, in the first show we talked about a signature sound so he, he has he has all of that and then some but also if we look at what Eric does uh, you know ACDC stays consistent with within reason, Eric continually shapes shifts. The core, the essence, remains the same. The essence of who he is remains the same. But he plays with style and genre and country and rock and blues and pop, and he can move seamlessly. So, so as from a branding point of view, 
it relates to what we talk about with you know technology brand the brand becomes liquid Clapton's liquid he, he can move he can change his image change his style we still love him kind of shape-shifting in different genres by always it's kind of the contrast to ACDC by always, always being slightly different mm-hmm. uh, so hey I'm always relevant I'm always new but the core remains the same. You're still going to get these blistering, soulful, meaningful signature guitar solos. But it might be within a very, it might be within "Wonderful Tonight," mm-hmm. or it might be Layla, or it might be "I Shot the Shit." It might be reggae. Yeah. So he he can right move. Yeah. He, and it might be country. Might be you know like the previous track is kind of country esque. The other thing you get with Eric is mythology. Eric Eric self-publicized and he continues to do so the kind of samurai mythology of it's one man against the world with a guitar mm-hmm. and that's appealing to me that's like an archetype mm-hmm. so 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 you suddenly you get mythology you get that that it's authentic it's real he means it he comes from the, the school of it and you've got that it's that it's moving that it's changing that it's evolving those three things are attracted Mm-hmm. That's why, how many years now? I mean, he's one of the things brands should be is enduring. He's still there. Yeah, he's still there. Well, I think he's actually hosting a a benefit tonight right. tomorrow for okay. um, the, the, his, his his drummer, right. um, Ginger. And ah, yeah. You're right. I think he was the solo hero. Now that was an amazing band. Um, you know, it was cream, just that kind yeah. of luck, cream, yeah, yeah. right? So, so to pull those individuals together, there was this incredible synergy. But it was almost too much, wasn't there? We all know about the tension. And they were almost individuals <laughs> pulling against each other. But boom, Aye. we we got magic, brand alchemy. Yeah, Aye. there was alchemy there. Now yeah. Rush, slightly different yeah. three piece, yeah, but yeah. they kind of held it together. Poor old, poor old um, Perks just left us as well, you know. Oh, right. um, yeah. But but they they were just on the kind of okay, we can deal with each other level. They had to have time out from one another. Uh, um, uh, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Uh, um, Eric as the hero traveling through time it is archetypal and possibly some of his uh, reason for his success. Aye, and and you can he he decided to be that. He's. He, I mean, if you look at what he does, he is the gunslinger. He is. He is the the samurai. I mean, to begin with, when he's young and uh, and he's hungry, and and it's wonderful. I mean, and you look at Cream and all the rest. Of it, I mean, he's playing pretty fast. Mm-hmm. He's great, and you can still hear each noise. He's a tremendous player. Yeah. As he as he gains prominence and standing. Okay, let let's go. Okay. To blind faith uh, and, and so on. Well, you know what? I, I, I can, it relates to your brand being understated and brand. But I'm not going to show off here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to play less. Yeah. In fact, I'm not even going to play. And even by not playing, you know, that's that's him saying so. I get nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. And he's even, you know, been been quoted as painting the analogy, and it's. And I've done it, you know, I've done it in guitar playing duels. It's called cutting heads where you go up against another guitar player. Sure. And uh, it can be fun, but at the same time, Eric knows, no, I, I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. 
Uh, and he says it's like the master samurai who, who doesn't unsheath the sword because it's all been said and they know if he does, well, you're going to be in trouble, you know, because I'm Eric Clapton, by the way. So you've got, so there is a mythos. He created that mythos around mm-hmm. uh, about himself. So, yeah. That simplicity is mm-hmm. really interesting because there's, maybe it's most obvious in the kind of luxury mm-hmm. brands that if you know what you do is good, yeah, then yeah. don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Like Chanel yeah. or, um, you know, Porsche or some, something That's like that. Right. It's like, hey, there we go. There's the lines. We know it's appealing on the eye and, hey, it sounds good and so on as well. So I like totally that. get that. Yeah. And um, we've all heard the amateur guitarist that's tried to overcomplicate it as well, haven't we? You know, um, right. trying to trying trying to make it more complicated than it really has to be. Right. I think I spoke about my side project, or as mm-hmm. a kind of wish, um, to have this uh, a project, and we really need to get ourselves a massive white wall for this. Oh, okay. And we, yeah, we've we've that. done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then had to, to wipe, it, wipe clear. it clear is mapping rock music yeah. yeah and I was just thinking while you were talking there <laughs> about um, Eric and how his essence stays uh, strong but then he's uh, moved around for sure we yeah. could almost follow him from his folk <laughs> and his blues and yeah harder rock at, at times oh, yeah. um, and so there's not one point on the map for Eric, is there? No, and that's that. That's why you stay alive. You know, you keep going, and you're still appearing. He, he's able to to move. If you go back to to Van Halen, and Van Halen still exists in one form or another, uh, but Van Halen were pioneers with Trailblazers, and there are other good bands. But it became. You know, and there's Motley Crue and the, 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 the kind of glam rock thing. You know, Motley are good at their yeah, own Yeah, the time. hair metal bands. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, so suddenly you get away from core and essence, uh, and I'm not gonna, we're not going to talk specifics, but then it becomes more about how you look and your hairstyle and, and all of that stuff. So, but, but it also limits you because it's difficult to change. And I mean, I love Eddie. I mean, you know, I do. And, and but it's 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 hard to see Eddie older playing. Mm-hmm. No, it's no pyrotechnics. It's his style, but it's almost youthful. And you expect to see him with that long flowing hair and those kind of zany clothes. And you expect him to be doing the, the scissor kick and stuff. Yeah, and and got to be careful. And he's going to be careful. He's got new knees and stuff like that. So so it. And Eddie did a smart thing, and he took, uh, and he had an album called 5150, we'll talk about it in another show, but I mean, he's got a whole amplifier range, he took the Van Halen brand, mm-hmm. and a sub-brand within it, an album title, American Police Code for the Criminally Insane, which also relates to brand mythology, I the see. whole thing okay. going on with Sammy Hager, but here's an amplifier range, and here's a guitar range. You know, so Van Halen brand stretches into related arena. It's no longer just sonic experience that you listen to, but you participate. You buy a Van Halen guitar, and you, you know, I've got one, and I've, I've recorded records with 5150, and they're great amps. So, I mean, you, you, the brand can move to different 
territories. And I like also what, what you were saying about the idea of uh, the, the brand family tree. If you, if you begin to stand back a little bit, yeah, and Eric's a good example because you see, you see Eric's got, I don't know if it's by design, but he, he's jumping between all of these different tribes uh-huh. and he's, he's saying, I'm still relevant. Santana revitalized with an album, Supernatural, by yeah, doing Jewish, that. Yeah. By doing that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's still Santana, sure. but here's hard rock with Rob Thomas, here's light, uh, yeah. romantic stuff. Great album. Great album. Yeah. And and Clapton um, also, you know, by going to the Albert Hall, Aye. he he's kind of followed his audience a little bit as well. You know, where are the baby boomers? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's no longer the, the sticky barroom floor or whatever. You know, it's um, five hundred pound a ticket at the uh, Albert Hall uh, uh, and the rest. Yeah. It's interesting. He maybe had an off night. I went to Dublin to see him a long time ago, thirty yeah. years ago, yeah, yeah. the Point Theatre. Right, in Dublin, okay. and I think he ended up throw he threw a guitar away, oh, as right. I remember it. Wouldn't he stay in tune? Uh, it wasn't a great show. Well, I heard the same. Yeah. Somebody went to see him at the Hydro, and the sound wasn't good, uh, and yeah. he really wasn't happy at all. No. Which you, you know, I you understand. And he's yeah, got yeah. supersonic gear, you know. Oh, for uh, sure. Let's, uh, let's face it, you know. But I went with Kenny, who's done some writing for us, to the Royal Albert Hall in London. I okay. saw, right? If not the best, one of the best shows I've ever seen and the guy was inspired but it sounded good the place is designed for sound sure so I mean he it lifts his game plus he yeah. feels at home yeah, yeah it's it's there's, there, yeah there's a lot about that yeah. listen we're going to come back to, to Eric certainly um, <laughs> over the, the, the shows there's, there's yeah. absolutely no question about that but um, we've agreed that we're going to play out with with a classic and uh-huh. while we didn't play out with it um we played Hotel California last mm-hmm. last week, and while they're sometimes overplayed these tracks, mm-hmm. I think if you play them, set them up, um, and and we we give them their their true worth. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play another Led Zeppelin uh, track for us mm-hmm. uh, to play out with, and it's it's Stairway to Heaven, and like. Um, hotel. Yeah. It's like it's kind of the go-to track for you know the entry into the band, mm-hmm. um, and we we played something off the first uh, mm-hmm. album on on the previous show. That was my entry into to Zeppelin, and then you know you can go all over. But this this album coming back to that mythology, you know, and the artwork. You're yeah. like, wow, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. What's what was was the what are they carrying? Is that is that wood? Is it wallpaper? Where, where is that? <laughs> That's right. Is it is it ancient? Is it right. um, is that a real creature? Mm-hmm. And um, Rob Plant, you know, he add, added to it. I mean, <laughs> they, they know how to build the brand. Um, what what's it about? What what's it about? Well, you know, man, the, the song just wrote itself. The, the pen just seemed to <laughs> uh, make its way across the, the page. The page. Yeah. So. Uh, it's dreamlike for me, uh, and we you can't really really analyze someone else's dream. So it's coming yeah, from Robert Plant. Yeah. It's it's deep. It's yeah. um, is it prophetic? You know, is mm-hmm. there really a stairway for us, or mm-hmm. it, I think it's more dreamlike. So I can't mm-hmm. really say what it meant to Robert, and he said he doesn't no, know because no. it just came from came from somewhere else. I, mean, I love what you're saying. 
and, and to put your hat more on for a minute, that it's like a brand halo, right? Because the mysticism that the the that surrounds the song feeds and informs how you should perceive and experience it. So this is a special song, therefore. This is this is ah. Oh, there's more to it. There's hidden meaning. There's layer. There's depth. Nike does the same thing. Yeah. It's just a pair of sneakers, but you think and feel it's a wee bit different to that. So you get both things working. You get it is a good song. Yeah. But it's even better because of all of the surrounds that that, that you've just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's it's framed. Um, there is in, yeah. in all those ways right. so it's pretty hard to beat it's 8 minutes long stairway to heaven we live in a branded universe you've been listening to the soundtrack of our lives and your life life in the brand lane for information on future episodes visit fresh.biz or find us on soundcloud.com Thanks for listening.